0: Shravanam Diaries Podcast Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing Bhagavad Gita as it is, the book by His Divine Grace Abhay Charanaravinda Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Chapter 10, The Opulence of the Absolute, Text 20 Yesterday we stopped in the beginning of the purport to Text 20, so we are going to continue from there. Thus, this address by Krishna to Arjuna is significant. How did he address him? Gudakesh, the one who has conquered the sleep. Because Arjuna is above such darkness, the Personality of Godhead agrees to describe his various opulences. Krishna first informs Arjuna that he is the soul of the entire cosmic manifestation by dint of his primary expansion. Before the material creation, the Supreme Lord, by His plenary expansion, accepts the Purusha incarnation and from Him everything begins. Therefore, He is Atma, the soul of the Mahatattva, the universal elements. The total material energy is not the cause of the creation. Actually, the Mahavishnu enters into the Mahatattva. The total material energy. He is the soul. When Mahavishnu enters into the manifested universes, he again manifests himself as a super soul in each and every living entity. So when Mahavishnu enters the total material energy, he becomes Garbada Kashaya Vishnu. When he enters into um, as a super soul, he becomes Shira Vishnu. So he again manifests himself as the super-soul in each and every living entity. So all of us have Kshirya Vishnu there in our hearts. We have experienced that the personal body of the living entity exists due to the presence of the spiritual spark. Without the existence of the spiritual spark, the body cannot develop. Similarly, the material manifestation cannot develop unless... The Supreme Soul, Krishna, enters. As stated in the Upanishad, Panishad, adi, adi Sarva Butantar Yami Sarva Sheshi chanarayana. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is existing as the Super Soul in all manifested universes. The three Purusha Vataras are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. They are also described in Sattvata Tantra. Vishnu rupani purusha The Supreme Personality of Godhead manifests three features as Karana Dakashaya Vishnu, Garba and Kshira Dakashaya Vishnu in this material manifestation. The Mahavishnu, or Karana Dakashaya Vishnu, is described in the Brahma Samhita 5.47. Ah, okay, okay. the supreme Lord Krishna, the cause of all causes, lies down in the cosmic ocean as Mahavishnu. And therefore, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the beginning of this universe, the maintainer of the universal affairs, universal manifestations, and the end of all energy. I know one Mataji, her name is um, Bamshipriya. She has two sons, Vishnujan Maha Vishnu Jan and Mahavishnu. And it's very interesting. Like, Vishnujan, okay. Maha Vishnu Jan, okay, Mahavishnu. Like my mom, she used to say that um, there was one devotee, Sanat Narupa Prabhu, and he would always tell my mom, you know, it's so wonderful when kids have devotional names so that you would always chant the holy name like your son's name is Gauranga. And you always chant Gauranga, Goranga. And my mom was like, well, it's more like Gauranga, you know, like angrily. <laughs> it's like, in way, he was small. He was like a naughty kid. Mahavishna <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, the devoted mothers are blessed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, text 21. Aditya <clears throat> Namaham Vishnur Jyoti Sham Ravi Ramshuman. Marichir Maruta Masmi Nakshatra Namaham Shashi Jyoti. Of the Adityas, I am Vishnu, of lights, I am the radiant sun. Of the Maruts, I am Marichi, and among the stars, I am the moon. PURPORT There are twelve Adityas, of which Krishna is the principal. Among all luminaries shining in the sky, the sun is the chief. And in the Brahma Samhita, the sun is accepted as the glowing eye of the Supreme Lord. There are 50 varieties of wind blowing in space. And of of these winds, the controlling deity, Marichi, represents Krishna. Among the stars, the moon is the most prominent at night. And thus, the moon represents Krishna. It appears from this verse that the moon is one of the stars, therefore the stars that twinkle in the sky also reflect the light of the sun. The theory that there are many suns within the universe is not accepted by Vedic literature. The sun is one. And as by the reflection of the sun the moon illuminates, so also do the stars. Since Bhagavad Gita indicates herein that the moon is one of the stars, the twinkling stars are not suns, but are similar to the moon. I pray for the day when theoretical physics will learn this and waiting for the TUVP to crush their theories which are not true. And uh, establish the supreme truth. Yep. Text 22. Vedanam sama vedasmi devanam asmi vasava. Indriyanam smi butanam asmi caitana. Of the Vedas I am the sama Veda. Of the demigods I am Indra. The king of heaven. Of the senses I am the mind and in living beings i am the living force consciousness so Bhutanam of all the living entities asmi chetana i am the living force so cheto darpana when we say cheto darpana we're cleaning the mirror of consciousness right so that mirror that's dusty cheta cheta chitta okay i hope i'm not miss Miss, um, messing everything up but Cheta meaning the living force and this is Krishna Purport The difference between matter and spirit is that matter has no consciousness like the living entity and therefore this consciousness is supreme and eternal Consciousness cannot be produced by a combination of matter Mm-hmm Text 23 Rudranam Shankaraschasmi Vittisho Yaksharakshasam Vasunam Pavakaschasmi Meru Shikharinam Aham. Of all the Rudras, I am Lord Shiva. Of the Yakshas and Rakshasas, I am the Lord of Wealth Kuvera. Of the Vasus, I am Fire Agni. And of mountains, I am Meru. Purport. There are 11 Rudras of whom Shankara, Lord Shiva, is prominent. Lord Shiva, right? He is the incarnation of the Supreme Lord in charge of the mode of ignorance in the universe. The leader of the Yakshas and Rakshasas is Kuvira, the master treasurer. Of the demigods and he is a representation of the Supreme Lord. Meru is a mountain famed for its rich natural resources like you know in Tajikistan there's also some mountains they're called Pamir I mean they're part of Himalayas if I'm not mistaken and my dad would say that if you would go up the temple the Tajikistan temple that used to be, but no more. You could see the mountains, you could see the pistachio trees, and uh, when it would be uh, the season, the pistachio trees would blossom, and it would be such a beautiful sight. So here it says, mountains are famed for ri- rich natural resources. That's why... You know you can't plant mountains mountains are it's either there or it's not there Text 24 Purodhasam cha mukhyam mam vidhipardha brihaspateem seena aham skanda sarasam asmi sagara Of priests or Arjuna know me to be a chief Brihaspati of generals, I am Kartikeya, and of bodies of water, I am the ocean. Kartikeya! Purport. Indra is the chief demigod of the heavenly planets and is known as the king of the heavens. The planet on which he reigns is called Indra Loka. Brihaspati is Indra's priest. priest. And since Indra is the chief of all kings, Brihaspati is the chief of all priests. And as Indra is the chief of all kings, similarly Skanda Skanda, or Kartikeya, the son of Parvati and Lord Shiva, is the chief of all military commanders. And of all bodies of water, the ocean is the greatest. These representations of Krishna only give hints giving hints of his greatness. Wonderful. Text 25. Maharshinam <laughs> briguraham giram aksharam Yagyanam Japa yagyanam japa yagyo Stavaranam Himalaya. Of the great sages, I am Brigo. Of vibrations, I am the transcendental Om. Of sacrifices, I am the chanting of the holy names, Japa. And of immovable things, I am the Himalayas, Jai. Let me see realistically if I can no okay. Purport Brahma, the first living creature within the universe, created several suns for the propagation of various kinds of species. Among these sons Brigu Brigu is the most powerful sage. Of all the transcendental vibrations Om, Omkara represents Krishna. Of all sacrifices, the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare is the purest representation of Krishna. Sometimes animal sacrifices are recommended, but in the sacrifice of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, there is no question of violence. It is the simplest and the purest. Whatever Is sublime in the worlds is a representation of Krishna, therefore, the Himalayas, the greatest mountains in the world, also represent Him. The mountain named Meru was mentioned in the previous verse, but Meru is sometimes movable, whereas the Himalayas are never movable. Thus, the Himalayas are greater than. Mero. Right there. So mountains could be movable before and then immovable they became. Text 26. Ashvata Sarva Vrikshanam devarsinam Chanarada Gandharvanam citrarartha sidhanam Kapilomuni Of all trees, I am the Banyan tree, and of the sages, among the demigods, I am Narada. Of the Gandharvas, I am Chitra Radha, and among perfected beings, I am the sage Kapila. The Banyan tree Ashwatha is one of the highest and most beautiful trees, and people in India often worship it as one of their daily morning rituals. Among the demigods, they also worship Narada, who is considered the greatest devotee in the universe. Some people consider Narada to be the transcendental journalist. (laughs) Thus, he is the representation of Krishna as a devotee. The Gandharva planet is filled with entities who sing beautifully. And among them, the best singer is Chitra Radha. among the perfect living entities, Kapila the son of Devahuti is a representative of Krishna. He is considered an incarnation of Krishna and his philosophy is mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Later on another Kapila became famous but his philosophy was atheistic. Thus there's a gulf of difference between them. So Kapila, the son of Devahuti, which canto was he describing the you know, all of the Sankhya signs to his mother, right? He was describing to his mother, and his mother is definitely a lady. So now when people get puffed up and uh, proud and misogynistic. <laughs> And uh, when they get anti-feminine, anti-women, and devotees never do that. Like, look at Bhaktivikash Maharaj. He would always be so respectful to the ladies. He would never ever say something against, you know, what the ladies do in their preaching or in their mission. He would never, because he knows Srimad Bhagavatam, like I've never seen, and I had some personal relationship also with him. So just like that. And uh, like, honestly speaking, all of this so-called, how do you call it? There's two kinds of war going on, right? There is a war, which is known as a world war, where different nations are fighting, And there is this thing called uh, civil war where the people within one country they fight so i believe that um, for the past couple of years there was some sort of a civil war in this con whether to like you know like uh, the uh, ladies if they can give diksha or they can't give diksha or whether they should give diksha or they should not give diksha And everything like that. And I know that I may be hanged for speaking about this publicly in the podcast, but everybody already knows that. Everybody already knows that. And the only thing that I can say is that, for me, like everybody should take a stand. You can't also exist and pretend like the problem was never there, because the problem was there. And all I can say is that, look... Before we establish what do ladies do, we have to first have some ladies around. What ladies are actually according to, what ladies are meant to be. And similarly with men. Like Prabhupada said, you know, like perfect ladies and gentlemen. Right? And the conclusion that they've come to, basically to... Uh, allow it in some countries allow no, not allow it in some other countries. it was the perfect conclusion because yeah North American uh, North American GBC they understand that they are not in control of their people as much as India is in control of their people. They don't have the level of culture that India has. So I'm sorry, you can't destroy somebody else's culture. You can't destroy somebody else's years and years and years of tradition. Moreover, you can't belittle, indignify, uh, make it irrelevant that somebody else, other than you somebody else may have some little more intelligence when it comes to culture, family, tradition and understanding the subtle subtle ways that Srila Prabhupada instructed his disciples how to carry on his mission, how not to spoil it completely. So, you know, it's easy to boil milk. You know we were supposed to boil the milk, right? So milk is there on the stove, and we can't keep watering the milk, right? We're watering the seed of bhakti, and we're also watering the milk, watering down, because, you know, make bhakti available, make bhakti available, make bhakti available. Bhakti is what? That you have to make it available. Who are you to make bhakti available? You know, I didn't understand that. I've never understood that. Make bhakti available. <laughs> it's like, what? what is bhakti? I see you that you're, you're putting the status available, status unavailable. Bhakti is bhakti. You know, ladies are ladies, men are men. Guru is guru. Diksha is Diksha. Define everything properly. And now we're reading that Kapiladev, he is the representation of Krishna and he instructed his mother. Read those instructions. Educate yourself. You will find, you'll be surprised what those, destructions, those instructions describe, right? What those instructions describe. You'll be surprised, you'll be amazed. And how Devahuti took it, how Devahuti served her husband, how she followed, she was submissive, how she understood the science and how she carried on and how she was taken care of it's a miracle it's like you know i'll tell you honestly um so there's there's this joke uh it's a jewish joke it says like this american came and he was like oh this and that happened miracle miracle happened and then some other guy i don't know let's take it like let's take it make, make it like british or something he came and he also said some nonsense and he said, oh, this is a miracle, it's a miracle. And then the Jew, he came and he was like, you know what, it was Saturday and uh, and I think they have Shabbat, right? What do you call it when you're not supposed to work from like three to five or something? And he's like, and I really wanted to do this thing and it's Shabbat time when I can't. And he's like, and then suddenly I pray to God and then... I realized for everybody it's Saturday, for me it's Thursday. Miracle, miracle. You know, so it's like a little bit similar with us and with Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam, that (laughs) Bhagavatam speaks very clearly, straightforwardly, into the point about many things. And we're like, for everybody it's Saturday, and for me it's Thursday. Miracle, it's miracle. Hare Krishna. I'm not trying to how do you call it, take sides and, you know, establish somebody superior than the other. All I'm trying to do is be objective and just objectively say that, you know, I'm sick and tired of conflicts and uh, we have a bigger problem at hand, you know, there's 7 billion people on this planet and we need to really boil the milk of our... Iskand society and establish educational systems in every temple. Otherwise, I have no idea where we're going as a society if education is not there. If we don't even read Bhagavad Gita, if we don't even read Shrimad Bhagavatam, if we don't even know how to worship the deities, and we have to constantly import pujaris, and the only reason pujaris are imported is to get like international visas and make money for their families. Hare Krishna, we have bigger problems at hand. And I don't think, who am I to even speak about it? I was born in this movement. I have some kind of right to consider it my home and my family. And I believe my family, they deserve the best. And they deserve for me to speak up. Because one time I was in the classroom with Rajendra Nanda Prabhu and uh, Pankajangri Prabhu and they were discussing a very, very, I don't even remember what it was exactly, but it was something about the Jiva, the Holy Name, the power of the Holy Name. And suddenly I remembered something very relevant from Rikhat Bhagavatamrita. And I didn't feel comfortable raising my hand because it was the discussion was going on among them and some senior devotees present in the in the audience it was russian bhagavatam class and then suddenly pangangi prabhu and rajan prabhu they kind of discussed everything everything was fine they were like okay grantara Shriman bhagavatam kichai they stood up they started going and then i approached them and sometimes i do that you know i don't I, I mean, at least I did it at that time, that I don't ask questions during the class, but after the class I approached the speaker and I asked some question or I add some comment. So I approached Pankajangai Prabhu and Rajendra Prabhu and I told them that, you know, this and this, you know, it made sense from Brihad Bhagavatam when Gop Kumar, he was going through Brahmadjyati and he couldn't, at one point he became scared and he was, something to that effect. Aparagraba looked at me as if I'm an idiot, and he was like, why didn't you say it? During the Bhagavatam class, everybody would be benefited. And I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't expect that he would reply like that. And I was like, sure, next time, you know? And that really is something that left a deep impression in me, that, you know, wow, I didn't know that I was supposed to benefit anybody, I didn't know that I'm able to benefit anybody, but uh, Bangajangi Prabhu, he said that to me, so I'm just, I don't know, when he left, it kind of made me so upset and angry, especially the circumstances, how he left, so, you know, I'm a little bit, how do you call it, I guess I'm still very much upset about it that because because of the pandemic I, I believe that I could take advantage as much as I could of his association take advantage of his association it sounds so like you oh, I couldn't uh, be fortunate enough to have more of his association more than uh, what I've planned or more than I couldn't take more of his association, that's the bottom line. All glories to Pankajangri Prabhu. And uh, because actually, you know, <laughs> there are two brothers, right? Pankja- Pankajangri Prabhu and Jananiwas Prabhu. And mostly people, they're like, Jananiwas Prabhu, Jananiwas Prabhu, and Pankajangri Prabhu. And f- but for me, like, Pankajangri Prabhu has always been the, like, those, that person with whom, like, I could, I could trust, I could open up, I can speak, I could speak with him and I could really get guidance and support. Yeah. Ajay. Hare Krishna. So tomorrow we shall read text number 27. And uh, yeah. Wonderful. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description and we shall see you tomorrow.